Welcome back to another episode of Peter's Proffer here in the courtroom of current events. And today we're going to answer another listener question. And that question is, what do paralegals do? Um, I think most people know what a paralegal is. Uh, Some people think they are the legal equivalent of a nurse in the medical field. We're going to talk today about how that's actually not our feelings on the situation and how they're quite different. But we're going to get into what it takes to be a paralegal. We're going to get into some of kind of the distinctions between other office staff and law offices. And then we're going to tell you what specifically a paralegal can or can't do in certain situations. So hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. If you want to hear a topic like this or something else, reach out to us on social media at Tragos Law, and we will hit that topic for you. But first, Nate Curran. All right, so to jump into paralegals, let's start out by kind of defining before we just define what paralegals do. There's a lot of different office staff that works in a law office. So Pete, why don't you go through and kind of just mention all the different um, staff members a law office usually has? Sure. Normal, and we, we in the legal field distinguish these folks, but I think most people just presume all these people are uh, paralegals, but they're not like, for example, our receptionist. The receptionist's job is to answer the phone, you know, route it appropriately and take information down for, uh, you know, the lawyers and the, the office staff for people that may be communicating. And she's also an intake specialist. So sure. she does a lot of our intakes. If there's a new client, she gets the information from them, puts it into our computer system, things like that. We have administrative assistants and those people are not legal assistants, meaning they don't do legal work. They do office, general office work, uh, anything from, you know sorting the copies to performing uh, administrative duties or doing personal stuff for us, like setting, you know, getting a plane ticket, helping with a set of vacation, whatever it may be. Then there is a distinction between someone that's a legal assistant. Now this is somebody that I don't want to say a legal assistant and a paralegal are two different jobs. Absolutely. I was going to say a legal assistant would be the step below the paralegal. They're the person who has some general legalized knowledge, but they don't have the specific training and certifications that a paralegal does. Uh, so what so what does a legal assistant do versus a paralegal? Legal assistant's going to do things under the direction normally of the paralegal, meaning the paralegal has a job to do and she'll say, I need you to, for example, make these exhibits for this motion. I right. need you to file something. Right. Things like Get that. Get this discovery, put Correct. these documents together, whatever it may be. Uh, secretaries are I, frankly, I don't They're know kind of a mix. A secretary can be a mix of a legal assistant, admin assistant. They're right. usually a, a lawyer at certain offices has an individual secretary that just does their work. And I don't know if secretary is a pejorative term anymore. Oh. Uh, it used to be uh, an administrative assistant. It used to be what is now Yeah, exactly. They, they type stuff out. They do clerical work, right. things like that. Now, a paralegal is someone that's a learned professional. Meaning, And we're going to get into, you don't have to define what they do because that's going to be the bulk okay. of the podcast, but that's a separate position. And yep. what else? And then finally, we have law clerks. Law clerks normally are law students in their second semester of their freshman or their first year of law school. Or second or third year. Or second year, beyond that. Meaning they've been into law school enough to understand how to do legal research, and their job normally is to do legal research, draft basic pleadings. Draft memos for us based on what they – like we give them an issue – they research it and they give us a memo. Here's what the current case law says about that issue. The truth is it's really a learning opportunity for a law student uh, under right. the supervision of an attorney. Right. And then one, a couple other positions I didn't put in here are bookkeeper. That's self-explanatory. And then office manager, which is somebody who kind of handles all sorts of different issues in the office, hiring and firing. They can deal with you know the specific employees in an office. 
they know how to answer questions if the AC guy comes and has to look at the air conditioning, whatever it may be. Office managers kind of handle those duties. Um, so now that we've gone through what our other office positions are, let's dive into what paralegals actually are, what they do, and how you become a paralegal. Dad, what schooling or certification is necessary for someone to be a paralegal? I think the question should be what's preferable and what's necessary. Okay. What's necessary, really nothing. You, there are plenty of paralegals that have been doing it for 30 years, and it's their experience, their ability, their intelligence. They learn that, on the job. They qualified them to be a person of this caliber that can tackle tasks on their own and think on their own. But there are some certifications and there are some schooling available. Uh, there's paralegal degrees. The St. Pete uh, College has a paralegal degree. I think even South Florida has a paralegal And major. they actually have associate's degrees in paralegal studies. And, and bachelor's. bachelor's degrees in paralegal studies and master's degrees in paralegal studies. Yeah. So yeah, there are, I mean, there's all sorts of higher education, you know, schooling you can do to be a paralegal. And then there's also a certification program that the Florida Bar sponsors where you can take a test, you can show your proficiency, your experience, and be a certified Is that paralegal. a state-by-state state thing? Yes, yeah. state-by-state. So state. Each bar each association state. has their own requirements. Some don't even have that requirement. And there is a national organization of paralegals that uh, helps uh, kind of keep these standards similar from state to state. So when we're dealing with... Um, what paralegals, what, what's what's preferred and what's necessary. Like you said, nothing is necessarily necessary. Um, nothing can preclude you from being a paralegal if you're willing to learn and if a lawyer is willing to train you on how to be a paralegal. But there is schooling that's available. We have found in our experience, I think we all agree on this, that really experience and learning and someone who just kind of has natural ability and that is naturally smart and picks things up and is organized can be just as good, if not better, as paralegals that go through the the actual schooling because sometimes, just like law school, learning paralegal studies in school is not the same as being a practicing paralegal. Yeah, you know what? I to me, it's a matter of ego. I've had plenty of people apply, and they will come and tell me that they are on the you know the top of their class in the paralegal school. But that's great. But you haven't done anything ever. And they believe that they're going to come in and be lawyers day one. I've had other people that don't have the the schooling, but they absolutely have the experience and they've got the, the personality to really tackle jobs. And they're just as good, if not better, than people that are formally trained. Okay, so now that we're going to get into actual paralegals and what they do, we need to break it down kind of on... On a, on a level of practice area, whether you're a plaintiff um, paralegal or defense paralegal or a government paralegal, because those jobs can be vastly different. We didn't break that down as much with a law clerk or a legal assistant or a receptionist or admin assistant because most of those jobs are the same across all those fields. But a paralegal's job, like a lawyer's job, can be very different in what they do. So let's start out by some of the practice areas that we do. So plaintiff's personal injury paralegal. Pete, what are some of their um, responsibilities. What do they do? All right. We break down, and a lot of law, plaintiff's law firms break down paralegals in personal injury in two sides, the pre-litigation portion and the litigation portion, meaning before and after a lawsuit gets filed. And paralegals in the pre-litigation side normally are going to do things like gather medical records, gather bills, produce demand packages uh, for lawyers, obviously, to, to finalize. They will communicate Help. with clients. Right. 
help them schedule doctor's appointments if they need it, help them schedule if they need a ride to a doctor's appointment, things like that. They also order the insurance policies on cases. They also help us find certain witnesses sometimes. So right. that, that's kind of the paralegal's job before we get yeah, to court. I like to define it as they're the ones, they're the backbone of the process and they keep the process moving. Okay. And then as we get into litigation, uh, whose responsibility is it to actually file the lawsuit? Well, the actual filing of a lawsuit is going to be the paralegal's job to actually go onto the computer and upload right. it to the system. So the lawyer drafts it, but I mean, we, we don't ever file our lawsuits really. I know we have, but in generally speaking, the paralegal is one that actually uploads it and picks whatever court and jurisdiction and things that it's going to be. I think people should realize that in today's world, there's no pieces of paper that go down to a courthouse and somebody hands them to the courthouse. Right. That when we say file now, it's all a computerized file through a court portal. And that is something that the paralegal does. I I do want to go on the record for all of our clients listening and let them know, yes, your lawyer does know how to file a lawsuit. We just don't do it as part of our We know how to do all this. We were so lucky to learn under such a great um, managing partner who forced us to do everything from punch holes and update books. If anybody doesn't know what that means, they would send – you have these books and they send you pieces of paper and it says – Go to page 111 to 114, take those pages out and put in these new three pages from 111 to 114 and thousands and thousands of pages. We were lucky enough to do that, Pete, as we were, yes, you know, learning there, are no, there are no books and, anymore. And it was, it's such a great, <laughs> so it was such a great learning experience that now that doesn't exist. So I'm glad I wasted all that time. No, but on. the truth is one of the great things about doing all that is you understand the process right. from soup to nuts. Right. We know how to do it all, know how to order the medical records, know how to talk to the doctor's office to schedule, know how to do all those sort of things. Yeah, so let, let's go back to litigation paralegals. Okay. You know, so you're right. We'll, our, in our law firm and in many plaintiffs' law firms, the litigation paralegal takes the case from the filing of the complaint and they move it all the way till the case is in fruition okay. in a trial. So what does that entail? What they're doing is you know, drafting um, the documents that go along with something called discovery, meaning interrogatories, requests to produce, admissions, uh, making sure that the clients are answering their sets of discovery that come from the other side putting together the, uh, the responses, putting together the exhibits for motions that we, the lawyers, dictate, prepping for the trial and prepping for hearings, meaning making sure we have our research, making sure we have our they exhibits. They even, some of them do legal research yeah, sometimes. Yeah, in many offices, they do legal research. You know, that's, and they, that's and a they, personal preference. Right, and they, they kind of collaborate with the lawyers in this process. So they may give them a set of discovery we've used on a different case, and the lawyer will go through and kind of pick what we want to use for this specific case. They'll, you know, we get the questions back, the client will answer them, the paralegal then will put them in, you know, format them and gather the documents that are responsive to the, you know, request for production. We have to produce certain documents, the paralegal will get those, put them all together and give them to us. On the litigation side, the paralegals work much closer with the lawyers because at the end of the day, the lawyer makes all of the strategic decisions and actually, obviously, we put our name on the pleading, so it's our work, but it's the paralegals that kind of help put everything together and, and get it out. Integrated into all of this, with all the paralegal duties, is their ability to liaise. They liaise with witnesses. They liaise with clients. They liaise with the expert witnesses. They're the ones that are in contact with all these people. They keep the clients up to date on what's going on. A lot of times, clients call in and the paralegal can handle their questions, can handle what they need, setting up witnesses, finding witnesses, expert witnesses. They do the liaison to keep all this coordinated and all this running. Right. And again, that's another big thing paralegals do is schedule. 
right? They schedule depositions, right, schedule hearings, schedule trials, schedule all this stuff by looking at our calendar, looking at you know the mediator's calendar or the court's calendar, opposing counsel's calendar, and they work out all that scheduling. Um, and again, like you said, all the way through prepping for trial. So that's that's kind of what a paralegal does generally in a plaintiff's personal injury law firm. Okay, so now let's move on and talk about civil defense law firm. So it's it's personal injury, but it's the other side. What's different about what paralegals do there? Very normal in that realm is to do the same things that our paralegals do on the plaintiff's litigation side. The paralegals, the defense firms, pretty much do the same work. They schedule, they coordinate, they they you know they do the the discovery. The big difference between plaintiffs and defendants' uh, personal injury firm paralegals is that the paralegals bill on the defense side. Second big thing is they're really... They bill, like they have an hourly rate that correct. they get paid for. They have an hourly rate right. that actually that they bill for and they do specific work uh, based on that rate. The other big difference between plaintiffs and defense firms when it comes to paralegals is there really is not a pre-litigation portion. Right. Uh, there are some if, nuances, but But if you get to part, defense, usually that's after the lawsuit's been filed. Right. So one of the other things that's interesting is that's where the bigger distinction can come is in defense firms versus our type of firms where there's a bigger distinction between paralegal work and legal assistant work. The legal assistant will do most of the work that can't be billed for and the paralegal will do most of the work that can be billed for. So they they have a much bigger dividing line than we do. There's kind of a lot of overlap between what paralegals and legal assistants um, do. Well, and realize that bills are reviewed because they're hourly billings. So on a defense firm, the insurance company wants the paralegals to do as much as they possibly can because their hourly rate is cheaper than the lawyers. So you'll find paralegals doing a lot of things that the lawyers are doing that are plaintiff's lawyers. Right. Okay, Dad, why don't you talk a little bit about what criminal defense uh, paralegals do that may be different from what we discussed in the civil realm? Well, the biggest difference is, number one, you're dealing with the same lawyer almost all the time, and that's the state attorney. So you're always dealing with the prosecutor. There's constitutional rights that we have to receive the discovery, to receive the police reports, to receive a lot of the information that the rules require we receive, and the paralegal has to review those items. Um, You also are always preparing for trial trial notebooks where they put together all the witnesses, scheduling depositions. There are no interrogatories where there are no written questions in criminal cases. Everything is done live by deposition. So there's a little difference in the paperwork flow, plus you're always dealing with courts and it moves faster. Where a PI case might last for years, very few criminal cases last that long. So, and then there's also a distinction that they're working with law enforcement a lot. You know, it's scheduling depots is different with law enforcement officers and dealing with, you know, law enforcement officers can be easier because it's part of their job when you're taking their witness statements versus some of the witnesses that we have where, you know, they're just lay witnesses to stuff that you you can have that too in criminal cases. But in almost every criminal case, paralegals are also dealing with law enforcement officers. And they're also dealing with the the JAs, the judicial assistants, the judges, secretaries in every case. And they're having to deal with them a lot because the criminal cases, again, move faster and you have almost everything done live in the courtroom. Okay. And when we talk about uh, criminal cases, the other side is the government. And there are also other government jobs that have paralegals. So you worked in that realm for a number of years. Is there any difference in what government paralegals do versus private criminal defense firms or PI, you know, paralegals? In state prosecutor's offices, there are very few paralegals. 
because they just really deal with legal secretaries. Okay. So what's the difference then between legal secretary? Pay scale. Okay. Um, no, well, and they don't, they don't, a lot of the state attorney's office secretaries don't do legal research and draft the motions. The state attorneys pretty much do everything nuts to bolts. Right. So, but they do have somebody that answers the phone, takes the messages down, can make copies for them, things like that. So it's more like a legal assistant than it is a paralegal. Correct. And now in federal court, federal prosecutor's offices, they do have a lot of paralegals. And those paralegals really do do a lot of the legal work. They really do do interrogatories and all of that because normally those paralegals are civil, paralegals in the civil division of the prosecutor's office. And they also have a lot of law clerks and young lawyers that work in offices like that, especially the state attorney's office. Right out of law school, a lot of lawyers go straight to the state attorney's office, so it's part of the learning experience that they're even doing all the paralegal work, basically, while they're assistant state attorney. Right. So paralegals are, in in criminal cases, in, in government work, very few, very few jobs that are actually paralegal jobs. All right, Pete, what about other areas of law and distinctions that may be made with paralegals? You know, it's uh, to understand the concept of the paralegal, a paralegal's job really is very specific based on the type of law the lawyer practices. And there are, we talked about obviously our litigation paralegals, but there are areas of law where there are transactional, meaning there is no trial, there's no courtroom. They just do, they prepare documents. And the paralegals in those areas of law really handle the vast majority of of the actual day-to-day work inside of a case. And it's just the way it operates. And the lawyer's jobs are to oversee and to just sign off on documents at the end of the day. For example, if you've ever been to a closing, chances are there's a lawyer that's involved in the title company and they have paralegals that pretty much let closing agents do all of the work and prepare it. the lawyers and just look at it to make sure that everything's done right. Or if you establish a corporation, the documents to establish a corporation are almost the same always. And a paralegal fills them out, and they're reviewed by some lawyer. Right. So they they assist and work with the lawyers in every area of law, even though it may be a little bit of a distinction. Okay, so before we get to the last part, in the intro I said that a lot of people think a paralegal is like a nurse, you know, when comparing the legal field and the medical field. Do you agree with that or disagree with that, and why? Um, I don't agree that a paralegal is akin to a nurse, because a nurse's job is very distinct from that of a doctor. Uh, in the paralegal world is a lot more broad. The paralegals do a heck of a lot more breadth uh, than I think the nurses do, but the nurses can do a heck of a lot more by themselves without a doctor's direction than a paralegal can do for a lawyer. Right. A nurse can be sued. They have their own malpractice insurance because they can act independent of the doctor. Paralegal, their malpractice comes under the lawyer. So a lawyer is responsible for everything the paralegal does, whereas a doctor isn't always responsible for everything that a nurse does. Right, and I I definitely think there's a lot of distinctions, some of which are a nurse does things that a doctor will never do, and vice versa. There's really not anything a paralegal does that a lawyer won't from time to time do. Um, the, The paralegal works with a lawyer and assists a lawyer a lot more than a nurse does a doctor. Usually nurses have specific tasks. And then there may be a PA or there might be another doctor that's assisting the doctor during surgery or whatever it may be. But the nurses, like you said, have specific tasks that they do that the the doctors just don't do, like put an IV in or stick you with a needle. Sometimes the doctor's just not going to do that. And they're probably not as good at it as the nurses. Yeah. And one of the jokes that nurses make is nurses are the ones that keep the doctor from accidentally killing you. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that, that's a similar sense in how, you know, a nurse keeps a doctor abreast and, and watches over making sure a doctor doesn't forget something in the schedule or whatever, just like a paralegal does. They make us look good. You know, there's definitely similarities with that. But I think there's a pretty big distinction between nurses and, and paralegals, in, in our opinion, at least. 
Um, okay, for the last section, we've talked a lot about what paralegals can do, like talk to clients, draft motions, file things, research. Um, let's talk a little bit about what they can't do. Um, so they can go to court. Can they cross the bar and argue in front of the judge and make arguments and things like that? Well, no. And I think people need to understand what the bar is. Right. If you've never been to a courtroom, a bar is there's actually a railing between the public seating and where lawyers can sit. Paralegals cannot go in front of that unless a judge gives them permission to sit in front of that. But they can't argue. They can't give legal opinions. They can't actually do the jobs that a lawyer is doing in that courtroom. Right. So basically they can sit with us at counsel's table and hand us documents, find documents for us, go get a witness outside for us, do things like that to assist us, but they can't actually speak. They can't actually, you know, walk evidence up to a witness or to a judge. They can't make arguments, things like that. Um, Okay, what else can they not do? Um, They can't actually give legal advice, and that's kind of a big distinction. Uh, Even though they may be able to tell you things that are going on in your case generally, if the question that a client asks requires a legal analysis, even though they may know the answer, they can't say. Right, like what's my exposure? What's worst case scenario? What could happen to me? They can't give that advice. What should I do here? Should I... Should I testify in court? Should I not? You know, whatever. They can't give that advice to clients. That has to come from a lawyer. What else can they not do? They cannot sign for the law firm. They can't sign a fee agreement. They can't sign a pleading. Now, one of the questions I've always had, again, because I've been practicing a lot longer, is now under this new electronic system where we file, they actually are electronically signing our name to pleadings. So it's actually a paralegal that may be putting our signature on there. Even, you know, we tell them, yes, it's okay. We approve the pleading, but they do it now, but they cannot sign it under their own name. And they, it's not just that they can't sign the fee agreement. They also can't explain the, the, the uh, fee agreements, the, the legal fees and the terms of the fee agreement. That's something that actually has to be done by a lawyer, which a lot of law firms don't necessarily abide by this. Um, but that has to be explained by those questions have to be answered by a lawyer. What else? They, well, they can't personally represent anybody. So if they have a friend that wants to hire the law firm, the, the friend cannot hire that paralegal to represent them. They have to hire a lawyer in the law firm. Um, in fact, the, there's a crime called the unauthorized practice of law, and the bar has gone after a number of uh, paralegals, and I, I, will, I say that term loosely. They're really notaries that... Either that or disbarred lawyers that correct. come back as quote-unquote paralegals for certain firms and then represent clients. Right, and, and actually do things beyond what they're allowed to do. and they Because they know exactly. how to do it. Yeah, but, but they're, they're not allowed to do exactly. it. Exactly. Another yeah. distinction between a nurse, too, is they have to have that schooling. They have to have that license in order to do that work. They can't just learn on the job like paralegals. And that's the reason. Because a nurse can give you some sorts of medical advice. They can do some sorts of procedures on you. So nurses can do things like that that paralegals cannot. They cannot act as the lawyer and actually do the the legal work that's official and getting filed. Everything has to come in under the lawyer's Florida bar number. They have their their Florida bar number that the lawyer uses is the one all this stuff is filed and done under. So that is a long rundown of what paralegals do. Hopefully you enjoyed. If you guys have any questions that are similar to this that we can answer, we'd be happy to. Just send them to us on social media. At Tragos Law is where you can find us, and we'll be back with you next time.